Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. While not an Oklahoma native, this music legend still calls Oklahoma his home. He quits school, joins his mother here in Oklahoma, and gets involved in the Tulsa music scene. We're talking about 50% of the most successful country duo of all time. Ronnie Dunn, yep, stand by for the story. He was born Ronnie Gene Dunn on June 1, 1953 in Coleman, Texas, whose father Jesse was a hard-charging, pipe-fitting truck driver who played in a country band, carrying the dreams of country music stardom on his shirt sleeve, and whose mother Gladys was deeply religious, followed her man and a hillbilly music-listening homemaker to find work the family moved around an awful lot. In an interview, Ronnie said in his first 12 years of school he attended 13 schools. For a short time, the family settled down in El Dorado, Arkansas. It was there in El where Ronnie first tried his hand at playing a guitar. Ronnie first stepped into Oklahoma when his father took a truck driving job in Tulsa. The family lived in Skytook, where Ronnie attended a year of high school. After the school year, the family returned to South Texas and Ronnie would attend Port Isabel High School and he began playing the bass guitar for local bands in area taverns and clubs. After high school, Ronnie attended Abilene Christian College with his eyes set on becoming a minister. All the while continuing to play guitar at area honky-tonks. Ronnie was torn between following the ministry or pursuing a music career. When the dean of the school told Ronnie he would have to make up his mind, either music or the ministry, he decided to follow his dream of making a career in music. Success for Ronnie Dunn did not come easy. Gladys Dunn, Ronnie's mother, was living in the Tulsa area where his father was working for another Tulsa area trucking company. Even though she was sad because of his decision to leave school. She sent him a clipping of an article she had read in the Tulsa World newspaper talking about a Tulsa-based music promoter and entrepreneur, Jim Halsey. She was thinking her son might just find a better opportunity for music in Tulsa. After reading the article, Ronnie decided he would take a chance and join his family in Oklahoma. In the early 70s, upon arriving in Tulsa, he found the Tulsa music community revolving around the church recording studio and shelter records. In an article by Sandy Davis in the Daily Oklahoman, Dunn is quoted as saying Tulsa was a great environment to play in. There were no real country acts at the time. I think the closest we had was Willis Allen Ramsey. He was in Tulsa during the 70s when Shelter Records was there along with Leon Russell, J.J. Cale, The Gap Band, Bonnie Raitt, sometimes Eric Clapton and Joe Cocker. Dunn said in an article, there I was, this quiet church kid hanging out with all these wild rock and roll people, hitting the caravan ballroom where Johnny Lee Wills, Bob Wills' brother, was playing, and back then Tulsa was a wild swing town, so I'd get called up on the stage. While working a bunch of odd jobs during the 70s, Ronnie led the house band at Duke's Country then Tulsa's top-notch live music country nightclub. Later, he and his band opened for touring headliners at the Tulsa City Limits, which was the most popular urban honky-tonk in Tulsa. It was here where Dunn got the idea for the song Boot Scootin' Boogie. 
Ronnie said later it was his playing in the clubs where he got his overall understanding about playing live. He said from playing in bands and watching the patterns of what people would like to dance to because in Oklahoma and Texas, if they don't dance, you're dead. Ronnie was continuing his education all right and continuing to believe in his talent. In 83 and 84, he released two records on Churchill Records, but they didn't get much traction other than Ronnie continued to work outside of the music business throughout the week. He moved to Grove, Oklahoma, up around the lake and took a job working in a liquor store owned by his friend and Tulsa music veteran, Jamie Oldacre. You might recognize Jamie Oldacre from his time as a Tulsa Sound veteran and for playing drums for Eric Clapton, Bob Seger, Leon Russell, The Gap Band, Peter Frampton, Freddie King, Phil Collins, The Tractors, and for Ronnie Dunn, just to name a few. According to the Oklahoma Music Guide, Jamie Oldacre entered Ronnie's name without his knowledge into the 1988 Marlboro Talent Roundup. He then organized a recording of a demo tape which featured the musicians who would later become the Tractors, minus Steve Ripley, who recently passed away, who served as the band's recording engineer since he had purchased and owned the church recording studio, where the band rehearsed and recorded the demo tape. Ronnie's band won the regional competition, which earned them the right to compete in the finals held in Nashville. Which, by the way, they also won. Along with the prize money, the band split. They also got $25,000 worth of recording time with Oklahoma native Scott Hendricks, who recorded three songs, Boots Scootin' Boogie, You Don't Know Me, and the Dean Dillon song. Scott Hendricks passed along the recordings to another Oklahoman. Are you beginning to see a trend here? Tim Du Bois. Now, Tim was in charge of Arista's Nashville label effort. Tim liked the band so much he flew to Tulsa to see them perform live at Joey's Bar. He then advised Ronnie, son, you need to move to Nashville. Ronnie was just not sure about moving his family to Nashville from Tulsa. Instead, he preferred to commute. He said he put 100,000 miles on his car between Tulsa and Nashville. It wasn't until Du Bois called Ronnie asking for permission to add Boot Scoot and Boogie to an album he was doing with Asleep at the Wheel. At that time, he decided to sign with Arista, but he still commuted between Tulsa and Nashville. He wanted to see how things worked out before he totally committed to Nashville. Alan Jackson at the time was the lead act for Arista. Du Bois did not want to introduce another solo performer to the label at that time. Here we go. Du Bois introduced Ronnie to another solo performer, singer-songwriter Kix Brooks. He suggested they see if they could work together. The duo blended almost immediately. They both had many shared life experiences. They related on a lot of levels. But at first, both balked about forming up as a duo, and they still both wanted to be a solo performer. From the first Brooks and Dunn's demo, Du Bois heard he recognized the duo's smooth, easy sound and convinced and then signed Ronnie Dunn and kicks Brooks to a recording contract as a duo. In 1991, the duo's first song, Brand New Man, hit the shelves and airwaves. The first time Ronnie heard their song on the radio was when he was driving into Nashville in his now 100,000-mile-plus Ford Explorer. That was one of his last commutes. Brooks and Dunn, since that first release in 1991, have recorded 12 studio albums, two greatest hit albums, and a Christmas album. They have sold over 30 million records enjoyed 20 number one singles on Billboard. Together, they have won more awards than we can cover in an hour. They announced in 2009 that they would discontinue
continue performing as a duo in 2010. In 2014, the duo announced they would join up with Oklahoma superstar Reba McIntyre for a select group of concerts, which the trio continues to do today. Both Ronnie and Kicks moved into solo performing careers. Ronnie has recorded four solo albums. At his induction into the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame in 2003, Ronnie Dunn said, Oklahomans never lose sight of their musical heritage. There, the music always moves forward from the roots, and I carry it with me to this day. Ronnie Dunn honed his skills in and around the Tulsa area for 19-plus years before he got his Nashville break. He has family who still lives here, outside of Tulsa, and two of his children were born here. Ronnie Dunn is an Oklahoman by choice. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Hey, be sure to like our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. Please tell your friends we can be heard on iTunes, Spotify, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Google Music Play, and directly from our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. Stop by our website to check out our ever-increasing eclectic gallery page. Hey, also, check out our Oklahoma Music Legends YouTube channel. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Hey, thanks for listening.